Good Morning Liberty. Well, what is up, all of our Liberty-loving friends? This is another fantastic episode of the Good Morning Liberty podcast. My name is Nate Thurston, and across from me is the second tallest libertarian that we know of, Charles Chuck Thompson. How's it going today, man? Oh, it feels good to be in second place. It it does, man. So you're (laughs) basically last place, honestly. Well, if you're not first, you're last. But, you know, in this consideration, I am second place, much like uh, President Trump. Finally, was in second place. <laughs> so we had to, we covered the Capitol riots. We were one of the only podcasts that I listened to, by the way, that did our podcast at a time frame during the day where we were able to have like the first episode out there about, about the whole Capitol thing. Everybody had to do it yesterday. Yeah, yeah, everyone did it yesterday. And we, and it did happen to be like the biggest episode that we've had in a while. And I think it's because we had the earliest podcast coverage of it happening. There might've been some others. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. <laughs> and uh, it was crazy. And then yesterday I was really sick and uh, we we didn't do an episode, which was honestly okay to let everything die down a little bit. This has obviously been a pretty uh, emotional time. I think everything has been getting really crazy out there as far as social media is concerned. Take a break from it every once in a while, every once in a while guys. You know, just just get off of it for a bit. Mm-hmm. If, you're, if you're getting too... Uh, too upset with everything because it's definitely getting disgusting out there. It's uh, it's it's getting real gross. The the uh, I'm honestly having so many mixed emotions. Like I keep going back and forth between yeah. like what what's actually going on. And, and the reason for that is I heard something this morning. I'll give you one thing on the Capitol that I heard this morning. Um, somebody was playing Biden's speech, and something he said really irked me. Where I was like. That's not true. One thing he said in particular, he called the Capitol the citadel of liberty. Mm, mm. Essentially, like the church of liberty, the Capitol was attacked. And I'm like, it used to be. Yeah. It's not anymore. I don't even know if that one, I mean, I would go back to a place in Philadelphia probably is the, (laughs) would be the Citadel of Liberty. Yeah, that specific (laughs) building may not be. Yeah. But I was just thinking like, how far have we gone from the actual from actual liberty to where he's calling the capital the, the citadel of liberty and as if as if it's so sacred it can't be attacked that's yeah. what he's saying does but, that mean you support the attack of it i'm not saying that i'm just <laughs> i i can kind of understand i do understand and i understand people's frustrations i do i'm 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 with you um, I'm not saying me personally that I would walk up the steps yet. Uh, I'm not there yet. Um, but man, I don't know. It's I, I, I keep, that's why I'm saying I have mixed emotions. I'm just trying to be honest. Yeah. I have mixed emotions. <clears throat> I, uh, I do too. Um, I'm trying to, when you call a building that's been full of nothing, but people who lie, steal and cheat their way out of everything and into everything who have been taking money from me. Lots of money that I could do so many other things with. I mean, we're trying to grow here and hire people. I've got some resumes I got to go through. I've got some internships, people I, that I need to get through that I, I could do way more if I had all this tax money that I'm getting ready to write a check for. If I didn't have to do that, I could hire more people. Yeah. And that's frustrating. And it's all done by the people, the very people who occupy, who've occupied that building for years. And now some somehow it's like, it's like the... It's like the priests in the Catholic Church not getting in trouble for raping bullies. 
And oh, as if they're man. protected because they're part yeah. of the church. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, that's like, uh, God, politics is such like it's a religion. It's a religion. It is. It so is. It's, it's a, it really is the temple uh, on, I was commenting on something on Maurice's page earlier, and I called it the temple of the almighty gov. And that, that's how people are treating it right now. I do call the government now, instead of just government, I say the almighty gov. That way people understand what I'm, what I'm talking about, and they might feel kind of icky about it. You know, just just a little bit weird, mm-hmm. but that is how people treat it. The Almighty Gov, and it just use Gov because that's a three letter G word right there. <laughs> so go ahead and use that. This is the Temple of the Almighty Gov. And while I don't agree with what people did, I I um I don't think that this building somehow deserves more protection or that it's somehow more egregious than it would be if people showed up at your house and tried to burn it down. I really don't. In fact, I think it'd be worse for you because your house didn't do anything to deserve it. And this building's main thing for the last hundred or more years has been to steal money from people and to lie to people, to kill people in other countries, uh, to do to do all of those things. And I don't see it as some kind of a holy temple. I just don't. I I don't. I don't know. We could we could buy another one. I saw you know? something you posted from Spike Cohen that I thought was really well, uh, really well put on yeah, the entire yeah. situation. But I saw something even more sickening on that post where somebody had shared. And of course, I have not looked up all of the information on this, but I'm sure it's not. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He said, be right back, guys. I'm late for my worship service at my courthouse. <laughs> Dear baby gov, eight pound, six ounce. Everyone don't be, even know a word yet. We're going to do a call and response on our new law to take people away, f- to take money away from people without their permission. Yeah. <laughs> but somebody posted a meme. Now, I've got to look into this, but I'm sure it's not far from off. Um, so the $600 stimulus payment that everybody got. Inside of that spending bill, by the way, we had foreign spending in there too. And so somebody did a breakdown of how much spending per person that we sent to foreign nations. Israel got $56,000 per person. Mm. Uh, Sudan got $16,000 per person. Egypt, 13,000. Ukraine, 10,000. Cambodia, 5,000. Nepal, 4,000. Burma, 2,500. And then $600 for every United States citizen that made less than $75,000 last year, as if that would help you if you lost your job this year. Or tw- yeah. Tw- sorry, 2019. That would help if you lost your job in 2020, because it's now 2021. So so when I think of things like that, the fact that this the same group got together and unanimously passed a horrible bill that does that doesn't do anything for Americans, but put us further into debt, steal from our grandchildren and our great grandchildren. And then also they're stealing from our grandchildren and great grandchildren to send money overseas yeah, to other nations for what, for what? And I like to think that some of so, this is about sorry. that. So I'm with Maurice when he says, the only thing I'm upset about is that it was for Trump. Mm-hmm. Like storm the Capitol over the, the spending bill of, of raping us essentially. And that's and that, I'm sorry, mom, but with no lube because it hurts. <laughs> All right, that's what they're doing. <clears throat> yeah, um, essentially they're telling you to bite the pillow. 
Speaking of, why don't you just respond to this email that we got from a listener? Uh, very much uh, appreciative when people send us stuff. I'm sorry, I do not always respond. I try to. I'm trying to get more on top of it. If I didn't respond, it is no personal attack towards you whatsoever. This is the ultimate response on the podcast. <clears throat> it is. Yeah. <laughs> and so what? here's... Uh, I do want to try and understand where the people are coming from, because you do have to put yourself in a position. And just like where we... I think we need to try and be understanding of people who, for instance, are protesting at a Black Lives Matter rally, something like that. Not the people who decide to burn down buildings and stuff like that, but say the people uh, that are that are protesting and what it would be like if you truly did believe in the things behind what the protests were, like it was in your heart. You believed it. He really believed it. And so <clears throat> I'm going to read what Brian said real quick. And this is right in the conversation that we're having right now. Okay. So this is for, and like I said, thank you for sending it over. We always appreciate it, even if it is criticism. He said, I've been listening to you guys for a couple weeks now, and I generally agree with you 99% of the time. However, on this subject, I don't think I can realistically disagree more. You said there have been numerous occasions to storm the Capitol over the last 120 years, but this is not one of them. And you cite several libertarian causes, such as 1913. Uh, we're talking about the creation of the Fed, the income tax, stuff like that. Um, Obamacare. Uh, what I think you might be missing is those were passed legally. And he says, even though the 60th vote was probably stolen, Senate seat in Minnesota. Okay, so mostly legally. Here we have what many perceive to be the end of democracy. The election fraud was extremely blatant, blatant in my opinion. And so widespread that people no longer are going to believe in democracy. Okay, so I want to respond to that right yeah. away. Is was there voter fraud? Possibly. Can you prove it? Yeah. The answer is no. There has not been any evidence <clears throat> that come out that's actually proven any type of actual nefarious voter fraud in this election. And now my there's no evidence. My, Trust me, we do this every day. We've been looking for any type of evidence. We did covered that statistical anomaly. There were four statistical anomalies that happened overnight that gave Biden a, a bigger lead that, that looked like it happened in the dark. And But there has been no actual evidence that's come to light on that situation. Now, was there fraud? Yes, I will say yes, probably. But there's fraud in every single election. I mean, you even mentioned the one, the Senate seat in Minnesota that was likely stolen. That, got, that was a 60th vote. It's possible... It, it is possible. The problem is right now they can't prove it. It's not proven. <clears throat> and and in and in America, you're innocent until proven guilty, regardless. And, and, I, and so you have to be able to prove that something happened. I think the issue is if you feel like no one's attempted to prove it, like they didn't do the forensic audit that they want, they didn't get to comb through the Dominion systems, they didn't get to comb through the actual ballot rolls in each state because each state controls that. So if you think that the state government is complicit in this and you didn't, so if you... So you're thinking all the Democrats and all the GOP <clears throat> leadership in every single I'm, state is corrupt. I'm not thinking that. I'm saying if you... if But if, that's what you would have to think. You would. And it's... What I'm saying is it's entirely possible. I just can't... Right, it is possible. I can't storm the Capitol over it, even if I think it's possible. I can't storm the Capitol over it because I don't know that it's true. Right. I don't know it is true. I I completely I completely understand that it could be true. I think it's probable that there could be enough votes in a state to over... I think Georgia is very possible. It doesn't change the election if you overturn Georgia. No. But it probably would get the ball rolling on some other states and stuff like that. 
I think it's entirely possible. My thing is, I can't go storm the Capitol right now, because even if I think it's possible, and even if it is entirely possible, I don't know that it's true. And so until I know that it's true, I can't go take an action on that. Exactly. And 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 so the my counter to myself on that, and to you would be, if someone doesn't investigate something to the extent that you think they should, and then they say, well, there's no evidence, but you're like, okay, well, you're a detective and you didn't even do an investigation and you're telling me there's no evidence. Like, what good is it for you to tell me there's no evidence if you didn't do an investigation? Mm-hmm. You know, that that's a those are empty words to me. Of course, there's no evidence. You didn't look for it. So, I, so I'm trying to get on this. But there I'm, have been investigations. There's been 60 lawsuits. They've all been thrown out. The Supreme Court has even said, <clears> we're, we're not looking at this. They voted seven to two. Uh, you know, Trump's even mad about Brett Kavanaugh and Gorsuch and the people that he appointed <clears throat> siding with the other side. He said the completely that, ridiculous comments he made on that. Yeah. Like, Oh, I helped you get in that position. And now you're not going to help me. Uh, yeah. Like, no, that's not that's, their job. Their job is to be works. completely unbiased and <clears throat> vote constitutionally. And look, it, you know, and then a lot of, they were also wanting Mike Pence to do something that Mike Pence can't do. And so you have to ask yourself, What's the right way to go about this? And the problem I see here is that some people on the right, while I understand the frustration, while I wholeheartedly agree that we're in a time, a political divide where up seems down and right seems left and in seems out, whatever you want to do with all those different (laughs) ones. Yeah, I I get it. I get it. I I feel like the media is against you and you have to ask yourself, okay, how long... Can they keep poking the bear, you know, the media and the left and all the people on that side? Because we demonize the left just as much as anybody else because we think that their political ideology is absolutely reprehensible. Uh, the the furthest, <clears throat> the more progressive and socialist we get, the worse it is for America. Um, so how long can you keep poking the bear before <clears throat> it finally wakes up and eats you? And so I get it. I understand this. It's, this is and, and largely Trump won the election. Because he was willing to fight back, because he was willing to stand up and say, fake news, mm-hmm. you're lying, I'm not listening to you, because for the longest time, conservatives and people on the right have held their tongue, have kind of gone along with the process, and I'm not saying we don't need people that don't fight back in a metaphorical sense, I'm not saying actually with fists or storming the Capitol fighting, what I am saying <clears throat> is at least uh, verbally uh, fight back, but I think the problem is is that when you stoop down to other people's level. Now they have this entire thing that they can use and you see it happening. You saw it right away. We saw it live on CNN happening immediately calling these people terrorists, how it was worse than the BLM protests and the BLM protests all happened last summer and some, some into the fall, but the mostly forgotten about now and they can spin it however they want to and say, well, BLM has nothing to do with it because they were fighting with, for a good cause. And these people look at these terrorists who stormed the Capitol. And that's my problem with it. And you did it on something that you can't prove. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying you can't prove it. It's it. I would say instead of um, can't prove it's it's it isn't proven. I think the issue is the call, you know, that we talked about it hasn't with been Trump. proven yet. Yeah, it hasn't been proven. And what we've said this whole time is I don't think this will ever be proven. The states have the control over those voter rules, all that information. If anything, this. I'm not saying that go do this, guys. If anything, the state capitals of these contested states should have been stormed. Not the U.S. Capitol, because the U.S. Capitol still can't do anything about it. 
the states certified their elections, and all they have to do is say, vote and say, look, the states certified their elections. Mm -hmm. You can't have the federal government decide to overturn the state's elections. You don't want to set that precedent precedent Mm -hmm. at all, especially not the vice president deciding not not, not to count things. You can't set the precedent. And, and so, and Daisy here says she's so sick of all the gaslighting. I get that. Yeah. I mean, since 2016, at least it's been before that, but since 2016, you know, people on the right are racist, they're bigots, they're deplorables. They're all these things. You can't have an opinion. You can't do anything unless you agree with the political ideology on the left. If you disagree with them at all, then all of a sudden you're an outcast. You hate democracy. Capitalism is racist. Mm all these things and and they and the left does the media gaslights you into believe in into thinking you're some type of horrible person and eventually like i said how long can you poke the bear before it wakes up and eats you and i understand that i do i, I just for me if i can't prove something like you said if i can't say without a shadow of a doubt that this is true there's fraud we know there's fraud it's come to light we can prove it with this, 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 and this, and the government still not doing anything about it, then I could join and say, we need to take our, we need to take our country back. And like I said, anything, if anything, the pressure needs to be put on those states to do it. I mean, doing mm-hmm. something at the U.S. Capitol, this should have been done on, this should have been done on a local level. <laughs> the, <laughs> okay. The riots should have been done on a local level. Trying the riot at the, at the U.S. Capitol is not the way to do it. And we'll, uh, we'll talk about this in possible Antifa thing here in a second. Um, so uh, basically what he says is, uh, what I have to come at this as, you're someone who completely agrees or completely believes truly in your heart, you're settled that the election was in fact stolen. And if that is the the truth in in your heart, then I understand this being the moment that you decide that it's time to go Mel Gibson up the Capitol steps and and wave the flag. I wish someone would have done that. Good good Lord, I wish someone would have done that. It would have been awesome. Um, Or get your kilt. Yeah. <laughs> and line up, turn around and moon them. Any Mel Gibson, really. Yeah. <laughs> uh, would have would have been a good way to do it. Yeah. Um so uh, I'm not I, finished. Uh, I get I get that. Um I just if there's no proof, then I can't do it. And so when it comes to the other things where we said there were other reasons to storm the Capitol, what I'm saying is I know that taxation is very bad for the economy and that harms people. Bad economies are the worst destroyer of human life in the history of the world controlled economies are has killed more people than anything else in the entire world is a controlled economy that the fda kills people that obamacare is ruining the medical system and in fact ending up with human death that there are reasons to go storm the capitol that did you see uh, de blasio real truth behind them angry at cuomo because uh, New York hasn't even delivered 70% of the vaccines that it has on has on right now. Mm-mm. And de Blasio is getting angry at Cuomo saying, well, if healthcare workers are declining to take it, then let's open it up to first responders, to police officers and the elderly. Why would you not vaccinate the elderly to begin with? I, like uh, <laughs> the people most at risk who are 70 years old and older. In what world does the state get to decide whether or not you want to take a vaccine? How insane is that? Yeah. It's insanity. Insanity. 
was um, watching the video last night, and I have to. That might be the first time I ever agree with agree with De Blasio. <laughs> he said, "Let New Yorkers get vaccinated if they want to get vaccinated." They literally end up. They literally end up killing people. Like it's not even a speculation. It's not a w- crazy accusation. Uh, the government policies end up killing people, and so there are things that do that. And uh, and I just can't get behind this. The other reason that we said that we stated I couldn't get behind it, because what's your best case scenario? Like you end up with Trump instead of instead of Biden. But that but then what in four years? Like we're going down this path anyway. People have been locked in their houses and businesses have been shut down for for the last year. People have lost their entire livelihoods while Trump was the president. Okay, what? For for what you want to storm the Capitol and ruin uh, the possibility that you're going to be able to have a movement in the future or have any credibility? Not as if you did, I guess, with the media. You probably already assume that that's gone anyway. But this is going to have ramifications for for years. They're going to use this for all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. They're going to. This is a lot bigger than what people are going to think because they are not going to let this go. And for what? For even then, I don't see that it's worth it. For for four more years of President Trump, while I agree, I think Trump has done a lot of great things, we still lost a lot of liberty over the last four years. And I don't put that all on him, but he signed every spending bill. And, you know, people have, the economy has been shut down. I know that's happened on state levels and local levels and stuff like that. But you guys know, going back on this podcast, I think the federal government has a job to do, which is to protect people's rights that they are born with. And honestly, I don't think the federal government had to allow people to lock you in your homes or do anything like that. What's the point in the federal government? What's Mm -hmm. the entire point in it existing? It's supposed to be to protect the Bill of Rights, to protect the Constitution. And so when you see people violating that, what's their job? To just sit there and do nothing all the time? I I don't think that they did what their job was to do, which is to protect from tyranny from actual liberties being taken away from people. And so I'm not happy with what the response has been from the federal government on that. And I, I just can't see why the the outcome of this is going to be so negative. It's not as if there was actually an end in this that had some kind of positive outcome anyway. It wasn't going to change anything. You're not going to take the senators hostage and make them vote to overturn the election. Like, there's no, there's nothing that's going to come from right. it. There's no positive outcome from it. We're, we're not going to go in there and take over the government. We didn't have some of the military that were agreed and they were going to flip with us and, and take over everything and instill liberty everywhere. It wasn't going to happen. This, uh, I mean, it, it's just, there was no positive outcome from this. So Best case scenario, very highly unlikely, was Trump for four more years. And like you said, for what? What, to, to continue lockdowns like to, we did before when to Trump never was have a conservative president ever again right. because of what it's going to look like. Right. Like the, it's it's just not. And I said this, by the way, you guys can go find it on the old podcast. I think I said it in the in the way back machine. I said I thought pres- I thought of Trump won or after Trump won. I thought he was going to be the last Republican president we have for 20 or 30 years because I, I think the backlash is going to be so bad from Trump. I'm not saying it's his fault. I'm saying the media and the perception. I think he's the last Republican president we have for a long time. Because I, I think whether or not it was his fault, it destroyed the possibility of uh, of that whole conservative brand. That conservatives are seen as rational. Yeah, it's just not. 
it's not going to work. And you see everyone flip-flopping. They're, they were supporting. I mean, I think Cruz came out and, and uh, you know, was pretty negative on the protest, but he's out there voting to, you know, not certify or whatever it is that they do in the Senate. And Lindsey Graham flopping on the whole thing. Like, they're all trying to save face right now. That's That's what they're all doing. And... I don't know, guys. I just don't think that this ends up very positive, especially for Republicans. Yeah. Us libertarians are kind of sitting here and being like, well, you know, sucks the suck. Yeah. You know? He continued on, uh, just to read this quickly, he said, uh, democracy is flawed like us humans. I get it, you get it. But a lot of people used to believe in it, and it was sort of glue that held the country together. I don't think we can live together peacefully any longer, but I have felt that way for six to eight years now because I think democracy sucks, which is why we have a republic. But it is decided democratically. Yes. But I think these people are just realizing that if they can't trust elections, they can no longer trust anything the government does or says. You talked about Trump not being a good reason to storm the Capitol. This is what we were just talking about because he sucks. He's a narcissist, no principles, etc. But there are no George Washingtons or Thomas Jeffersons, and there are none coming, which to me still doesn't justify that reason. It's not... Just because we don't currently have someone that has a chance of winning that has those principles doesn't make this a good idea. It doesn't change the fact that what when you when you sit there and you think about it, and like, what's the pros and cons? Like, if I'm going to rationally storm the Capitol and I'm creating my list, okay, like, what's the positives? What's the consequences? There, there's maybe I can't I can hardly put one in the pro con in the pro column. Selfies. Yeah. I think that's about it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> taking a taking a stand, the speaker's stand. <laughs> <laughs> being, able to, being able to put your feet up on Nancy Pelosi's desk. Right. <laughs> those, are, those are some of the only pros. Right, which is funny. <laughs> and there's a long list of consequences. Yeah. And regardless of whether or not you have a you know a principled person that's gonna do the the correct job as we see in a libertarian form, it doesn't matter. Marie says memes. That's a pro. Yeah, a lot of memes. Um, Although Facebook is like threatening to block your account if you post photos of the people that stormed, uh, we're we're still trying. But I did see Austin Peterson got a warning because he posted pictures of one of the guys, and uh, they said that they're not allowing any photos if they can if they can find them all posted of the people who did this because it's so egregious. Yeah, and you just can't allow any of them. So he went on for a little bit. He goes, I just think you need to approach some of this from current values, current possibilities, and not look through the libertarian lens of seeking perfect politicians. They are all lying, narcissistic scum. But I am pleased to see people uh, protesting and getting out there. Maybe we can move quicker towards peacefully or non-peaceful succession if the stupid republibtards finally get mad and do something like the Democrats. So... It is both sides, so he's yeah. not wrong about that. If they do not have to abide by laws, why should the other people have to? They opened up this Pandora box, box of pro, uh, peaceful protesting with no consequences. I don't disagree with that. Yeah. It, I mean, we blasted the media yesterday or two days ago when we talked about this of how it was completely double standard, where, as you saw, the media immediately come out and attack this Mostly peaceful protests that ended with the Capitol storm being stormed by a couple of radical people who were in there. Uh, I believe they are saying that some people, there were some Antifa people there that were antagonizing some things. I don't know all the story, but this, obviously this wasn't the consensus of most of 
conservatives. In fact, you saw most popular conservatives like Ben Shapiro and Glenn Beck and uh, all kinds of people come out and, and completely disagree with what happened. So it was mostly peaceful. And I, and I do understand that the media covers it completely differently. You know, CNN and the left media was completely fine with BLM burning things down. Essentially like, well, that's what you get. That's your fault. Whereas this was a, an attack on democracy. It was an attack on the Citadel of Liberty. (laughs) These were terrorists. They wouldn't even call them protesters live on TV. They switched. They're like, he said, I believe it was Don Lemon. Who's like said something about protesters. And then he was like, or Van Jones. He was like, well, I can't even call them protesters. They're terrorists. So completely different. And and it is, we should be uh, even with how we, with how we talk about everything. Once you start, uh, in my opinion, once you start breaking the barriers and you start destroying property, albeit public property inside of a murder building, but uh, regardless, uh, once you start doing those kinds of things, um, you don't, to me, you're not protesting anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I will, I will call it a riot. That is fine. But it was mostly peaceful. Uh, statistically, most of the people there uh, did not do bad things. So yeah. it is the hypo- the hypocrisy of the media in this entire thing is probably the most frustrating thing. And then we'll talk about the whole racism aspect of it, because apparently the only reason people weren't getting mowed down with machine guns is because they were white. Because you remember all those pictures of the uh, thousands of dead bodies from the BLM protests. From the Gatling from guns the, yeah, going off. Just mowing down the, the protesters. Rounds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that's, that's what we saw over the summer. There's right. no way that entire cities uh, just went ahead and shut down and decided they were going to allow people to burn down buildings for, for weeks on end. You know, that's, that's not what happened. There's no way that police departments, heavily armed people with guns on them, decided to leave the police stations and let the people burn them down and take them over. No, they shot everyone that came into the building. Right. That's what they did. Yeah. They shot all the unarmed people that were in there. Okay. Come on. Yeah. This, I, I can't, I, I'm not going to deal with the idea that this is somehow some kind of massive white privilege We'll talk about it here in a minute because it's part of the dumb bleep. This is dumb bleep of the week, by the way. It is. And we're already half an hour in. All right, let me wrap this up. He <laughs> says, uh, Trump is a symbol of the stolen election. His presidency did nothing except some big things like prove to normal Americans the deep state is real and prove to them that the media is no more than Pravada and may even be the enemy of the people. Those were two big things and no new wars. Yes, there are 20 other libertarian things I wanted, but get real, not ever going to happen. I am still hoping for Ross and Edward pardons. We shall see. What I want to say about that is like, is, is Trump the most libertarian president of our lifetime? It's possible. I think, I think he is. That doesn't make him a libertarian to me. I think he's the most libertarian we've had. So yeah, so far. Policy wise. Uh, Yes. But, but, and of course I would love to see more libertarian things as well, but get, but storming the Capitol and getting Trump somehow through for four more years, because obviously I don't want to be a dictator for the rest of his life. Like, let's say somehow we were able to convince uh, through sheer tyranny uh, of the of govern of citizen takeover of the government that we needed Trump for four more years. Like what what else is that? I mean, what does that get us? It's, it's Still, not not good. Right. It's not going to be good. The one thing I'll say, this is out, you know, there was someone shot and killed at this, uh, at this thing, and I'm I'm very interested in what the response would be if this were a different kind of protest, 
and the person was of a different race and there was an unarmed person shot, what people would be saying differently because what I've immediately seen from news outlets was how uh, this girl that was shot was a QAnon conspiracy theorist and, a, and, and all that kind of stuff and basically starting off with all the negative things about her, which I... Victim blaming. Yeah, which I... <laughs> which, which are true things, but you don't get when there's when there's someone shot at the BLM protest or if there's, say, like a Jacob Blake that is killed. You're like, oh, he's he was a great brother and, and, and father and he's my son. And I'm sad. And I'm like, also, uh, you know, accused of raping a girl like a like a little bit before that. But let's not mention that. You know, let's mention all the really great things. No, the media hasn't really been doing that. They've been saying, well, this is someone's daughter and this is and this is someone and they were shot and she didn't have a weapon. And and she was shot when she wasn't posing a direct threat to someone. That's not what you're hearing really at all. You're hearing basically how she's been overtaken by the right wing supremacist, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the, the right wing conspiracy theories. And, um, and yeah, sorry, Maurice Jacob Blake's still alive. I forgot about that. I always assume that, uh, because I just saw the news story the other day, it reminded, made me again, think that he was killed. And, and that was because, uh, they said that there weren't going to be any charges in that, in that one, right? Against any of the police officers. I think so. Yeah. They shoot him in the back like seven times. He lived. I mean, think of someone else. Good Lord. He was the one that was shot like seven times, right? Mm -hmm. Or am I thinking of someone else? Man, yeah. I just, uh, I, you don't hear those kinds of things, except for way later, you'll hear some of it. It'll be from the, it'll be from Fox News or the yeah. New York Post or something like that. But the media is starting off by trying to basically slander the girl or libel the girl and, and not starting off with the fact that you know, she's got a lot of great friends and she served her country in the uh, military. I can't remember what the Air Force maybe. And um, and she was a daughter and a sister or whatever. I don't know anything about her because I haven't seen all the yeah. stuff posted about her. I don't know, man. Uh, we'll get into some of that. Charlie? Well, the other thing I was going to say, too, on this is that while he did expose the media bias, I think we all kind of know that. Um, and he also proved to the real Americans the deep state is real. The problem is he had a chance to veto the, uh, I believe, the re-up of the Freedom Act with uh, FICA and all that, or not FICA, but FISA, and decided to sign it. Mm-hmm. Like, he didn't he didn't fight for your Fourth or Fifth Amendment rights. He did some good things for criminal justice. He did some good things in deregulation. Um, he did some good things. I'm not saying Trump didn't do some good things, but it's still not worth storming the Capitol, in my opinion. And I'm sorry, Brian. I'm glad you agree with us on 99% of everything. At the end here, he said, peace out, guys. I enjoy the podcast so far that I have heard. I'm not sure if peace out means he's no longer listening. No, or if he was he's just, just saying, saying no, he's, he's just saying, I'll see you later. I think he's saying, I'll see you later. I appreciate the the message. And I always want to hear any kind of criticism or disagreements because that is how you form. Uh, that's how you form your ideas and your opinions. And you should always talk about your differences. So I appreciate the email and yeah. I hope you uh, keep on listening. And look, Lots of people agree with Brian. Yeah. Lots of people do. I'm I'm just I'm not one of them in this <laughs> consideration. We probably agree on all kinds of other things. Do you think Trump is guilty of inciting this? Um, I don't think he's directly re- responsible. No, but I do think that he is guilty of of pouring gas on the fire. Let's say, yeah, 
<laughs> I mean, you would say, like, obviously, the things he's been saying about the election, how it was obviously stolen and all that. Obviously, that's what led to this happening. I don't know. He wasn't out there saying, go storm the Capitol. Go well, he did say, things. we're going to march down there and protest, and I'm going to be there with you. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to lead the A lot march. of people have marched down there and not which he stormed didn't, the Capitol. Which he didn't lead yeah. them. Um, so he did say some things to, let's say, fuel the fire, but he, he's not responsible. I agree. Uh, ben Shapiro talked about this yesterday. I agree with what he said that, you know, same thing. Obama's not responsible during uh, Ferguson and all that, even though he was one saying like, well, you have to understand why they're protesting, you know, rather than condemning it straight off the bat and, and the protests continued. Um, the, let's say the violence continued and the, the rioting and the looting continued after Obama's remarks, which I think Obama added fuel to the fire, but he's not directly responsible. I don't think Trump's directly responsible. Of course, that's not how the media. no. Is. Is painting it. That, In I fact, would, Twitter suspended his account. Yeah. So did Facebook. They de they deplatformed him. So. Did Twitter let him back now? But um, did they? Facebook said indefinitely. So ah. um, finally, someone else loses their profile besides me. I think. <laughs> what have I been inciting? <laughs> I, I think as a leader, uh, as someone, even if you're an influencer, even if you, you if you have millions of followers, somehow, I think you personally, uh, not legally. Not not really. I think you should take some responsibility in in what you say and how there's always going to be extremes and extremists in the things that you say. Um, but I don't think you're actually the people who did it are the people who are responsible, just like the person who shot up the congressional baseball or softball or whatever it was field. He's personally responsible for that. Is that personally Bernie Sanders fault for talking about how Republicans are literally murdering people? For the last 80 years that he's mm -hmm. been in office? Like, no. Uh, uh, is it really his fault? No. Uh, did he feed that ideology and cause a lot of extremism on those sides? Yeah, he did. And I, I think that... Is uh, Bernie Sanders at fault for the is he shooting a, at the congressional yeah, baseball field? Is, yeah. he, is he at fault for it? I don't... I, he is not at fault. I think as a leader with millions of people listening to you, you should take some responsibility in how you say things and realize that words have consequences and they have meanings. And when you literally say that people are murderers, then people are going to come back and, and do something about it. For instance, we have a platform, and I just said that the government literally murders people. Now, there could be people on the extremes that decide they're going to go do something terrible tonight because I've because I said that and it was the last straw and they were already thinking about it. And now they're like, literally, if I go do this, I'm taking care of people who murder people and I'm saving lives if I do this. I don't want anyone to go do that at, at all. Um, I'm not initiating the boog just yet. It's, a, it's, <laughs> it's not happening. But I do think people should take some... A, just some responsibility with the way that you talk about things. Are you saying we, stand back, stand by? No, <laughs> no. But we stand, at, are stand down, stand by. I we think. at least have the virtue of being right, <laughs> you know. So that's always good. Exactly, and humble, <laughs> humble and right. Um, before we dive into dumb bleep, I believe do we have an ad here? Yeah, go ahead. But before we start the ad, though, but first, I want to <laughs> tell you guys, we are only I think three hundred and fifty followers away from ten thousand followers on Instagram. Yep. So there are way more of you guys listening to the show, a few like thousands more listening to the show than 350. So if you're not following us on Instagram, go follow on Instagram. 
Uh, and the reason why we want 10,000 followers on there is so that we can uh, post links through our stories. And that's something important that can help us continue to grow the show. That's all part of the Pareto distribution, by the way. <laughs> the more we you have, the more you can get. We can't post links right now because we don't have 10,000. But when we, once we reach 10,000, then we can post links yep. and drum up better things. And then that helps you grow bigger and faster. Uh, so we can do some uh, some advertising and some different things on our stories. So Good Morning Liberty at Good Morning Liberty on Instagram. Go follow right now. Stop what you're doing. If you're driving, pull over. <laughs> follow us at Good Morning Liberty on Instagram. I want to see us hit 10,000 uh, by next week. So uh, do that for us. Good Morning Liberty on Instagram. Share it with somebody if you want to. Uh, interact with us on there. Uh, we have like we have over 20,000 followers on Facebook. So um, you guys need to go. Uh, follow us on Instagram, man. Do yep. it. And also, uh, Nate, are you feeling better? I, do you need some help? I am. You know, honestly, I might get on there just to just to see what I can do because you can always get better. Obviously, we're talking about BetterHelp right now. There's an awesome app uh, and website called BetterHelp.com. Go to BetterHelp.com slash GML. You can get 10% off your first month if you do that. But guys, this is an amazing app where you will get paired, uh, judging by the way that you answer some of the questions. Um, you'll get paired with a licensed therapist that you can message, you can talk to them, you can do all kinds of cool stuff on this app. So much cheaper than actually going into a therapist. It's secure, by the way, as well. A lot of people have issue talking over technology about stuff like this. Um, very, very secure, uh, much more affordable. And it, honestly, you should always you should always try to make yourself better. There are things that you can probably talk about with someone, stuff from your past, stuff that's going on right now. Get down to why you are the way you are, and there's always room for improvement. So if you're dealing with anxiety and depression and uh, relationship problems, any kind of stuff like that, go to betterhelp.com slash GML. You get 10% off your first month if you go do that. And uh, honestly, we we thank them for being a sponsor of the show. And if you guys are feeling a little down with all the crazy stuff going on right now, obviously 2021 saying, hold my beer. And so it's going to get, I don't think it's going to get all that better unless you go to betterhelp.com slash GML. (laughs) There you go. We should end the show after that. It's so good. I actually use BetterHelp myself. So yeah. Y'all go go do what Nay said. Um, this is not a dumb bleep, Charlie. I wanted to say. I want to tell you before you call it oh, a dumb okay. bleep. Yeah. So what I want to know, uh, or what I wanted to point out, is there was this article that went around from Washington Times that said XR Vision firm claims Antifa infiltrated protesters who stormed Capitol. So XR Vision, what that is, is a facial recognition system, and this article says that they found Antifa members in the crowd that were inciting the violence. Mm. Now. This very well could have been something that happened. But the problem I have with this is this is an article that some senators shared. There some representatives shared, state representatives, stuff like that. Um, it was uh, heavily retweeted all over the place. And so I was like, oh, wow, that's interesting that the facial recognition thing is recognizing Antifa. Turns out it's not true at all. This is the part that bothers me. The article is still there. It's still there. But if you click on it, the headline is different. It says that it's corrected and that it's not true at all. <laughs> so what bothers me is that instead of simply Washington Times deleting the article off of your servers. I mentioned this earlier, didn't I? Yeah. Deleting it off of your servers. Take it out of there. What they've done is they've left it. And what happens is when you first post something online, it it gets it gets scraped for all of its images. 
its, uh, its headline, the, the text in it, and it doesn't matter what you do with the link after that. The original link that was pulled by that site is what is going to show. It doesn't matter if they changed it, if they changed the headline, it doesn't change everywhere. It stays the same because it keeps the original link. And so this is a problem with some fake news kind of stuff out there. Fake news. Fake news. And people need to pay attention to this. I'm not saying there weren't any Antifa members. What I am saying is that this article got retweeted thousands of times. And if you click on it, which most people are not going to do, most people are not going to click on it. They're going to share it and they're never going to click on it. I never clicked on it. Yeah. I mentioned something about it earlier in the show that I had seen something somewhere that said this, but I didn't know for sure. Yeah, so when... Go back and rewind. I said that in this show, (laughs) so I'm part of the problem. You're part of the problem right now. When you click on it, I'm going to put it it up here uh, for everyone to see what the headline looks like right here in front. When you click on it, the headline says, XR Vision firm claims Antifa infiltrated protesters who stormed Capitol. Now, when you click on it, the headline is different. It says, corrected. Facial recognition identifies extremists storming the Capitol. So that here's the actual article that's through here. And this, this stuff matters because if we're going to say that, um, uh, that we are the arbiters of truth and that the fake news is from the left and all that kind of stuff, people need to take some responsibility on this. Correction, an earlier version of the story incorrectly stated that XR Vision facial recognition software identified Antifa members among riders who stormed the Capitol Wednesday. XR Vision did not identify Antifa members. The Washington Times apologizes to XR Vision for the error. Facial recognition software has identified neo-Nazis and other extremists as participants in Wednesday's assault on the U.S. Capitol. Um, XR Vision, the software firm in New York, used its image analysis to help law enforcement identify riders. Uh, So the Washington Times, this is in their article, the Washington Times erroneously reported late Wednesday that facial recognition technology backed up that speculation that identified two Antifa members. In fact, XR Vision has not identified any members of that far-left movement as being part of the attack. Mm. But the headline, when you share it, still says the original thing. So that, you know, that's annoying to me. It doesn't help anything. It doesn't help the cause. They need to delete it off of their servers mm-hmm. so it can't be shared anymore. They, that's what they, I'm, I'm officially calling on the Washington Times to delete this article, do the right thing and just delete it so it stops getting shared. All right. That's all I had to say about that. Mm. That's all I got to say about that, man. Well, but as I said, there were extremists. It was extreme people. Yeah. It wasn't your average everyday conservative running up the steps of the Capitol and, you know, going inside the office and putting their feet up at, um, on Nancy Pelosi's yeah. desks. So all I'm I'm not saying there weren't Antifa members. I'm saying Washington Times need to delete this article. Right. Cause that's it's all not, I'm saying. Cause that it's not true. It's not true, but the old headline still shows. Could be true. Could be, but we don't know yet, but it's not. And they said it's not inside the actual article. If you read it. All right, y'all so, you ready to vote? Yeah. Did you see that Josh Hawley's book was canceled or not. his book deal was canceled? Did not. His publisher. So after no. what, everything that's gone on over the last few days, him objecting to the, election and and the stuff with saying antifa members were antagonizing him in his house um this is what he said i'll I'll, you won't you tell me dumb bleep number one josh howley's comments after book deal was canceled so he says here this could not be more orwellian simon and schuster is canceling my contract because i was representing my constituents leading a debate on the senate floor on voter integrity which they have now decided to redefine as sedition Let me be clear. 
Politicians love that. <laughs> Let me be clear. This is not just a contract dispute. It's a direct assault on the First Amendment. Yeah. Only approved speech can be now be published. This is the left looking to cancel everyone they don't approve of. I will fight this cancel culture with everything I have. We'll see you in court. So Josh Howley probably has enough money to fight them in court. However, that's not a First Amendment issue. Thank you. Publish the <laughs> see, damn book yourself. We don't even have to talk about our thi- our, our no. stuff. You know, <laughs> we, we automatically go the same way. No, well, I feel bad <laughs> for you, Josh. I do. And this is, uh, I think Simon and Schuster should p- publish whatever. You know, they should just be a non-biased publisher and just be like, I'm just going to publish whatever. I don't care what people say. Let the let the market decide what's true and what's not, because people are smart enough out there to decide what's truth and what's not. And they should just do it. However, they don't have to. It's their publishing company. They can publish one page of your book. They can publish none. They can publish the whole thing. Publish it yourself or start your own publishing company. Yeah. Or you can publish all the conservative voices you want. And just like, just like Facebook and all that, we have somebody who started up with Parler, um, which which you know could use some improvements. However, it's gaining a lot of members, and so there are ways to fight the. And I believe this is what Ben Shapiro said too: the culture war. You know, if you if if you're going to have left leaning institutions uh, decide to stop publishing or allowing you on their platforms and things like that that you don't agree with, then join the the culture war by creating your own you know join up and stop using what you consider to be left-leaning and create your own yeah it's um so dumb believe number one is someone in the government saying that it is a first amendment violation yeah. for a publisher to not publish your book now if they violated the contract i'm guarantee you got- there's something in the contract saying that there was a morality clause in the contract that basically gave them free reign to cancel it if they wanted to. I can reason. guarantee you. If not, then he'll sue them. Right. And they'll probably get some some money or something like that. But I guarantee you there's a clause in the contract saying that they can cancel it if they want to. That's true. And he signed it. Yep. So that's that that's the way it's there had to be a morality clause in there to start with. There All right. is. Let's go dumb bleep number two, Nate. Dumb bleep number two. So did you hear Elon Musk is the richest person I in the did. world? I did. I've been uh, trading Tesla myself. You've so. been becoming richer with him. I have. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> I haven't made the billionaires list yet. Yeah. But I'm on my way. Yeah. So I wish I had 38 million shares of Tesla. The main thing is the comment on here. But um, so he became richer. And here's what I hope from this, because Musk, I, I mean, I don't <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not saying short Tesla. What I'm saying is I don't think it's going to hold up where Musk remains the richest person in the world without this going back and forth between Bezos and Musk uh, for for a little while. I think it's going to continue going back and forth. Oh, yeah. And so what I'm hoping is that people will will finally kind of learn as we see Musk is the richest person in the world. And two days later, Bezos is the richest person in the world. And two days later, Musk regains his title as richest per- person in the world. And it's like, what are they going to think is happening? More people are buying Teslas one day, and then uh, and then... And then Musk is is out setting yachts on fire the next day to burn off some money or something like that. Like, no, it's their stock price going back and forth. Did you just read it? I read both of these. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. They're both good. Okay, so don't believe number two. God. This per- so this we'll just call it Musk, but it's about Musk. Uh, Dan Price says, love that the two richest people in the world are now worth a combined $380 billion and could solve any problem they want <laughs> and be heroes... <laughs> 
All they can think to spend their money on is maybe send rich people on space cruises one day. <laughs> with three, with $380 billion, they could solve any problem they want. Which, by the way, your government spent $380 billion in about three and a half weeks in 2020. Oh, probably less than that. Is that what it is? Well, six. they spent $6 trillion in 2020, something yeah. like that. So $6 trillion divided by 12 months, about $200, $200 billion a month, right? How $380 billion and you could solve any problem, any of it. $250 billion. How is it? I mean, good Lord, we've already done the math before. We've been taxed over, over $100 trillion since the income tax came in, and that's without freaking inflation, guys. That's just straight up numbers. All right? It's a ridiculous amount of money. But $380 billion can solve whatever can problem solve you want. Any and be problem heroes. in the world. Any problem. And you could be, be a hero. be a hero, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so we've already talked a whole bunch about the fact that they, they can't just take the $380 billion and do anything with it. How dumb do you? Like, who's Dan Price? This guy has a, has a, a check mark. Yeah, no, it's just dumb. And then this person says, you don't become the richest person by being benevolent. Capitalism rewards greed, selfishness, and psychopathy. God. Oh, I don't even know what to say to this guy. Um, he's a he, him, her, mm-hmm. or he, him, here. Here, yeah, I see that. Yeah. Is that a here? Fallon Stone, BLM, he, him, here. He, him, here? <laughs> <laughs> we got a he him here. He him here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, hopefully that's uh, not going to offend anyone. But the good news is I don't care. Yeah, I stopped caring. <laughs> yeah, a long time ago. Somewhere around the age of thirty, you just you really you stop care. giving a shit. Yeah, you don't care anymore. Like how many how many shits do I have left to give? The you're answer is none. Yeah, you're out of them. Yeah, I stop caring what other people think. Um, so you don't become the richest person by being benevolent. So what he's saying is they're not going to give away the money because you only become that rich because capitalism rewards greed and selfishness and psychopathy. So you could never expect these people to do that. And first off, uh, what other system doesn't reward What's greed? It, right. You know, can you name yeah. me a system that doesn't reward greed? If you'll excuse me. (laughs) So um, if you'll pardon me, there are uh, human beings are greedy. All of them are. Yeah. And so that's what we got to remember. And capitalism, free market capitalism rewards people who provide valuable things that other people are willing to trade valuable things for. Mm -hmm. And that is that is what they do. And uh, unimpeded by government and uncontrolled, uncontrolled by government is actually an amazing, amazing thing because you only become rich if you provide people with things that they deem to be very valuable. And you could also look at what have these people done? Why are you worried about their $380 billion? What kind of value do you think people have gotten from the fact that Amazon exists? If you're someone who's insanely worried about climate change, what kind of value do you think all the people in the entire world are going to get from someone like Elon Musk existing? Even Bezos said his goal is to provide through Blue Origin, uh, the way for us to harvest energy off of planet Earth and not even have to do any energy on Earth anymore. And Tesla or Musk is obviously creating ways to use efficient energy sources, to use solar power and to use electricity um, that are going to completely change the world and already have in a lot of ways. There's a lot more value than the $380 billion that we're all going to get from them. Plus, he doesn't have... He doesn't Plus have they that don't money. have it anyway. <laughs> yeah. That money is it exists in stock yeah. value. Which by the way, Tesla's way overvalued. I understand that. 
But that's what people are willing to pay for it right now. Even even Elon said it was overvalued. Yeah. He said it last May <laughs> that the stock the stock Tesla's gone up 800% since Elon Musk said it was too high in his opinion in May of 2020. By the way, it, it's gone up more than Bitcoin has this year. Everyone loves talking about Bitcoin. Like Tesla's been doing the same thing, all right? Right. It's or more actually. It's a ridiculous game. Sam said he's going biblical with his pronouns, so his pronouns are now the thine. <laughs> Sam Elliott, the thine. Okay, the. All right, that was Dumbleat number two with uh, Musk. Musk up. Yeah, we'll call it the Musk. First up. of all, every society rewards greed, so capitalism is just the best way to do it because you can come from nothing and become something, and also it's a it's it's a literally a value system where. Two people in a transaction both say thank you to one another. You know? The only, like, the only question is, can the greedy person put a gun in your face and forcefully take the money away from you? Right. Those are your options. Can they? Is the greedy person, do they have a gun in your face or do they not? Because 90% of the world lives that way. Yeah. Yeah. I would rather it be free market greed right. than government greed. Yeah. And then we all benefit. My God. Yeah. Think about this. Elon Musk with SpaceX has reduced the cost of putting satellites in, in, in orbit by 90%. <laughs> Not just cut it in half or anything like that, which he could have done. He SpaceX could charge, rather than it be $600 million, he could charge $300 million. Be like, look, we saved the government 50%, and they're making massive profits. But instead, he was like, oh, $60 is good. Charlie, these we'll are reduce, people... We'll reduce the cost by 90% and still turn a profit... Enough profit that we're fine with. These are people that will tweet over the internet that we don't need satellites. <laughs> okay. Exactly. <laughs> so, who cares? <laughs> exactly. All right. That's dumb bleep number two. Dumb bleep number three. Ben and Jerry's idea that was an obvious sign of white privilege. So yeah. this is a long one. This is the white. This will. This dumb bleep is that the reason the capital was a, was able to be sieged was because of white privilege. Of course. Yeah. So Ben and Jerry tweets out, yesterday was not a protest. It was a riot to uphold white supremacy. <laughs> My God. I saw a video of somebody saying that, that, you know, mm -hmm. it's that been this a very common thing that white people own the government. They own the president <clears throat> and like, whatever, obviously not. <laughs> it was allowed to happen. The mostly white insurrectionist, this whole mostly term is really, mm -hmm. it's coming up in 2021 again. Uh, the mostly white insurrectionists roamed freely and without consequence through the heart of our democracy. Except for the dead ones. Except for the, yeah, except for the lady who was shot. And the other three people um, that died. Yeah. The only explanation is that this was allowed to happen because they were white, not black, brown, or indigenous people. Was the lady who got shot white? Yeah. I think she, she was. very, yeah. The white mob that made its way to the uh, dais of the U.S. House of Representatives and the Senate literally sitting in the chair the vice president had been in minutes before is the ultimate embodiment of white privilege. We saw two Americans yesterday in one America. We saw record voter turnout driven by black voters that resulted in the election of the first black and first Jewish senators from the state of Georgia, our democracy at its best. In the second America, we saw a mostly white mob encouraged by the president violently invade the seat of our democracy in an attempt to overturn a free and fair election it was a failed coup, our democracy in peril. Both of these Americas are us. Black and brown people having long understood this, they've been exposed to the white tyranny that was on full display at yesterday's riot since the founding of our nation. 
It's the double standard that undergirds white supremacy in our nation. Both of these Americas are us. How we respond to the events of yesterday will determine which America we will be. Resign, impeach, 25th Amendment, not one more day. Wow. Yep. Yep. Wow. Yep. That's a thing. Yeah. It's a thing that was said. I just, I, you know, could we could take people more seriously if they just wouldn't come out with this garbage. <laughs> now, were there some white supremacists that were in that group? Probably. Mm-hmm. Probably. I'm sure. Do white supremacists still exist? They do. Um, was the guy that, that the left put in office to be the next president, did he not say some racist things back in his day? Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. How can you how can you say something like this when you, whenever they voted Biden in the office? Doesn't matter. He's not Trump. You voted. You, <laughs> vote, you voted for an almost eighty year old white man who, when he was in his thirties and forties as a senator, he talked about black people in jungles and it uh, wasn't he. He was against against busing and said some racist things. Whatever, you know, his sins of the past. But I just, I, I just can't for the life of me. There are so many things you could say about what happened on Wednesday, um, yet you're going you're gonna to say it's white supremacy. This is what they do. And this kind of rhetoric from the people on the left, I think, also adds to what happened on Wednesday. Well, that's what it is. They're so tired of being called white supremacists that they're just going to turn violent. I, I think, you know, it, one of the questions I had in here is, is the left, what they're doing right now currently not inciting violence later on, mm-hmm. you know, if you're going to say that, that Trump's rhetoric is what incited this violence that happened, then how can you not say that what, what Joe Biden said in his speech or Kamala Harris said in her speech or what things like freaking Ben and Jerry's who I don't care whose birthday it is. I'm never going there again. I'm not, I'm not going to do it. Okay. Uh, I, I'm not going to go to Ben and Jerry's because this kind of ridiculous stuff and what they said can literally rile people up and fuel the flames so much that there is going to end up being more violence. And it is treated uh, completely differently. And they act like it doesn't incite violence. They act like it has nothing to do with any of the violence that occurred over the last year when 36 people were killed during BLM and Antifa riots all around the country and billions of dollars of damage were done. They act like none of these words have anything to do with inciting violence. And that hypocrisy, this gaslighting, this hypocrisy is insane to me. And then the idea that somehow, basically, the pro- they took it easy on the protesters slash rioters because they were white. That's what actually happened. And I'm, I'm honestly, I'm, I'm not going to listen to that whatsoever. We literally had cities with curfews and lockdowns because they knew that there were mobs of people going through burning down buildings and they decided to let them do it. Tons of cities decided to let them do that. People died. People lost their livelihoods. We literally changed street names after the people, after they got done burning the cities down. And I'm, I'm not going to go for this idea whatsoever that there was some kind of a, that, that it was white privilege that people weren't just mowed down in the streets as we were saying earlier, you literally have people take over police stations and the police decided to leave. You know, the police probably had guns on them. They probably could have shot some of the some of the protesters, rioters that were coming in there. They burned down police stations. They burned down, I mean... Businesses. Tons of businesses. And people just let, let people do it. And they were, you know what? 
Uh, this is not a popular idea, and I don't, I don't know if it really makes any headway with anyone, but it was a little different, in my opinion. Uh, slightly different. I'm not excusing what happened at the Capitol, but you notice, did you notice how many fires there were yesterday or, or Wednesday when this happened? How many fires were there? I didn't see any. How many businesses and homes and stuff like that were destroyed on Wednesday? None that Any I of them? Of. Did this continue all night through the night and still going on right now? Did they end up having to pull back and 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 just really still fighting people right now? Did businesses are businesses in Washington boarding up their doors right now because of this mob that's going to come back? Did they not call up the entire National Guard and other police forces from around the area to come? They did. They did. So yeah. how were they treated any differently? I don't what the difference was they weren't ready for them when they got there. And so they were overwhelmed at, at first, yeah. which was an error on the part of the mayor and the police chief in Washington. Because when you have a hundred thousand people gathering and you've got some of the by today's standards, uh, most important gods in the world in a building all gathered there at one time, uh, maybe up your police presence just a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's honestly, it's, it's an embarrassment that people were able to even get into the place. Right, right. Good Lord. And I mean, and without guns and stuff, where were the guns? It's not like this was, they, they literally took over the place with their, I mean, the media is called with, an arms surrection. I know, where were the arms? But I don't see the arms. Now it's true. They all had arms. Yeah. Most people, most people had arms. Yeah. This was a mostly armed protest. Yeah, two limbs. Yes. Uh, but I, I didn't, didn't, I didn't see guns. I'm just, I'm not going to treat these like the same thing. When there is a protest, when there is a BLM slash Antifa protest, you got to understand the mindset of a police officer at that time. First off, this kind of sprung up and turned into a, a violent, violent riot that honestly, there wasn't much history of this kind of thing happening, by the way. We had 25,000 gun owners get together in Virginia and not, not a shot was fired. Nothing happened. Everything was okay. So in my opinion, as a police officer, you don't assume that you're going to have to deal with a crazy violent riot of people storming the Capitol and destroying businesses because we haven't seen that. You've seen some stuff that you just, you just haven't seen that that is what was going to happen. And so I don't think they were ready for it at all. And when you're a police officer and you're dealing with the BLM slash Antifa riot, they are there to protest the police and to call them murderers. And to yell and to, to, you know, try and not really initiate violence. I'm not going to say that, but they're there to try and antagonize with the police and do their things, especially Antifa. And they know that the police know that these people are here because they think I'm a murderer and they're here because they want me gone. And they think that I'm part of a, of a, some kind of tyranny, some kind of white supremacist tyranny going on here. And so they're a little bit more on guard probably when there's a group of people that are gathered there because they hate the police. Don't you think that's going to be a little bit different mm-hmm. than people who are trying to break in to a Capitol and take selfies? There weren't any Molotov cocktails thrown out there. There wasn't any. This was totally different. The only and shots that were fired came from police. Literally only the people that died, except there was a police officer that died because he was hit in the head with a fire extinguisher. Apparently, I don't know if you saw that. I didn't see that. And the left all of a sudden really cares about the fact that there was a police officer that was killed. Um, uh, which, which is another, another level of hypocrisy. Um, they're very upset about this, but to me, this was very different. The people who died were, were rioters. Um, and I don't see any new riots popping up because the girl was shot that was unarmed. I don't see anything like that going on. Most of the country has completely condemned this. Most of the country has the bulk of the country has Mm -hmm. condemned this Republicans, Democrats alike. 
have done it. Libertarians, even. And most of them have condemned this. This is completely different. I, I don't see them as the same thing at all. I think there was a different threat here. I, I don't. Maybe I'm completely off on this. But I saw no buildings burnt down. I saw no private businesses destroyed. I saw no Molotov cocktails thrown and stuff exploding everywhere. I didn't see any of that. So to me, this is a very say different the, uh, level. Note here from a listener, media reported pipe bombs and a cooler of Molotov cocktails, but none of them went off and we didn't see any of them thrown. Nothing was on fire Yeah, that we could see. So if they were there, they weren't used. And that's very... Uh, oh, I'm going to be a conspiracy theorist. Unlike six months ago. It's very convenient that we made it all the way to President, Vice President Pence's chair in the Capitol, but someone brought all those Molotov cocktails and never thought to use them during all the pandemonium. Right. Isn't that weird? <laughs> kind of like those piles of bricks that showed up all over the place during all the riots that were going on around all the cities. Yeah. But um, in, anyway, um, I just don't see this as the same threat uh, as the same thing that the police should have been ready for. And I don't think they saw it that way either. And I don't think it had to do with the people being white. I think it had to do with uh, their past their past instances where they have dealt with this kind of a protest. And I think what eventually happened with the BLM protests was that people were like, well, we've had hundreds of these. They typically turn out to be violent. Typically, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of property destruction. There's people getting hurt. People have been getting murdered. And so by the time you get into a bunch of those protests, that's in the back of your mind. All right. So I just, I just well, don't Nate, think. It's because of your privilege. I know. And this is all white privilege talking right that's now. That's what Marie says. You're just so, mansplaining your whiteness. Yeah. So you should go back to your Asian side. Mm, mm, <laughs> yeah. Then maybe you could understand. I should do that. That was dumb bleep number three. Ben and Jerry's dumb bleep number three. This is all because of white supremacy. <laughs> as it always is. Yeah. Dumb bleep number four. Uh, Gretchen Stacy Abrams. <laughs> yes, right. Did you see the picture of the candle she posted on no, the day of uh, no. the day the election in Georgia went through? Um, it's one of those Catholic devotional candles or uh, votive mm -hmm. candles or whatever you call them uh, that you normally would see like Jesus on, <laughs> yeah, or something of the Virgin Mary, Mary, yeah, you know, some uh, Joseph, Mother of Mary, different different things like that, and instead it's got Stacy Abrams on it. <laughs> And I just, you know, don't tell me that this is not some kind of a crazy religion, y'all. It is. It is a it is a crazy, crazy religion. Are you putting that up on the screen? I'm putting it up on there right now. Sorry. I, I actually kind of forgot about the screen, as people who are watching can probably tell. Um, I've been forgetting this whole time that I could do that. So now I'm doing it. Now it's up there. And that so this is the candle. You guys have seen them before, those those tall, skinny candles uh that you can like pray over and do stuff like that we used to have them in the studio at john's we call yeah. them call them jesus candles yeah <laughs> but now stacy abrams now stacy abrams is on there i wonder what she's holding the governor of georgia according to the <laughs> according to the left <laughs> who is really good at accepting election results yeah they are <laughs> she can't be holding the bible there she must be holding uh, uh feminine studies 101 <laughs> it's the book of uh yeah the book of the saints no, oh, but so. I'm, she's credited basically with with the Georgia election wins for getting people all, you know, riled up and organized and all kinds of stuff like that. I just I don't see how as a as a governor. Dang it. We call her Gretchen. Who the heck is Gretchen? This is Karen Whitmer. You guys have been trying to figure out this whole time who we were talking oh, about. Oh, That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's Karen Whitmer. 
Karen, Gretchen, Karen, 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 Gretchen. Yeah, it's a candle. She's the governor of Minnesota or uh, Michigan. Is that a little sacrilegious, blasphemous kind of thing? I mean, mm. I would feel like as a public uh, elected, a publicly elected official, you'd be a little bit worried about what that might do with some of your voters. But these days, uh, who cares? Because yeah. anything is anything. And Stacey Abrams belongs right up there with all the other people that have ever been on one of those candles. <laughs> They're basically the same thing. It's a great tweet. Yeah. What a great tweet. Well, she watch it thing. in the background, I wonder. Um, she looks like a, she has a very a documentary about communist China. She has a very privileged house here. <laughs> looks like a very nice table. I mean, I can't find that upholstery anywhere. That Saint must be, Abrams must be imported upholstery on her chair there. Okay, and then I have to throw in the last unfair entry because this did happen this week. <laughs> Daisy said, "I never learned about Saint Abrams in Catholic school." <laughs> <laughs> Saint Abrams, ah, uh, yes. Um. They removed her. I don't know if you ever saw the Da Vinci well, Code, yeah. but she was removed <laughs> uh, because of racism. She had been taken out of the Bible. Right. And now that we just put her back in. Right. Yeah. Now that racism what it was. is over. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, number five, unfair advantage. I know, but it has to be in there because it happened this week and it is a thing. The overall, the storming of the Capitol by whomever they were, whether you think they were... Antifa insiders or neo-Nazis or or just Trump supporters that were upset. The storming of the U.S. Capitol for virtue of some hella Instagram posts. Um, That has to be dumb bleep number five because that's a thing. It's a thing that happened. We've already talked about it. Yeah, we talked a lot about it. It's just on the list. Yeah. So get your votes in. Number one, Josh Hawley saying it's against the First Amendment for the publisher to not publish his book. (laughs) (laughs) Number two, um, Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos could solve any problem they want with their money. Any problem in the world. They could be heroes. They could be your hero, baby. Number three, the overall idea that this protest was allowed to go on, the riot was allowed to go on. Because of white privilege and white supremacy, white supremacy. Um, number four, Karen St. Abrams. <laughs> <laughs> Get your votes oh, in. And number five, that one was so funny. <laughs> the storming of the U.S. Capitol by unarmed white supremacists. <laughs> I don't know. What they, I'm not saying they were, I just don't know what, the, what it's going to be called. So while you're getting your votes in, Nate's got to tell you guys about a new strategy at MasterMyStonks or MasterMyTrades.com. Yeah, so we're st- we're starting this new thing uh, next week with a brand new account. We're going to be covering it every day. This is a strategy that I, along uh, with one of my friends um, that started trading with me, that we worked on for a long time, traded for a long time. It uh, We tested it more than any strategy I've ever tested my whole life. Uh, on average, and traded it, and on average, it showed about, uh, this is not a guaranteed return, that every year is different. On average, it showed uh, between two and 300% return year over year. It is a day trading strategy, and so you will be able to day trade, and we'll, we will go long on stuff, so we'll buy stuff, and we'll short stuff. So if the market's going down, you can short stuff as well. And so, if you're interested in watching that, along with all the other stuff on the class, then go to the Master My Stonks, 
stonks.com. That's S-T-O-N-K-S, mastermindstonks.com. You can get a two-day preview of the class by clicking on the preview button on the website. Absolutely free. Free, not even a credit card required. Mm -mm. You just put in your email, and all of a sudden, you can look at the entire class, all the videos, okay? Uh, We're doing that to get you over the hump of like, well, I don't know what's in this thing. Well, go look at it. And you're going to be like, holy crap, there's a lot of stuff in here. It's well worth my money, which I can save 20% on if I use the promo code SAVE20 at checkout. You can save 20% on for two months if you use that promo code, okay? So go to mastermindstonks.com. We're going to start doing this new strategy. It's not new to me. It'll be new to everyone in the new class. New to the class. Yeah, new to the class. So we'll be, we'll be going over that quite a bit. And what do we have from the votes here real quick? Everyone get your votes in. Mm, mm. Thank you so much to the new Patreon supporters, by the way. Um, we we have a lot of people signing up, and they're signing up for the yearly thing because you get a 15% discount yep. on that. So you can support Liberty by by doing that. That's the only way we're going to have a chance to change anything, folks. We're going to have to put our money where our mouths are. We put our mouths where your money is every day. Mm-hmm. And so that that's what we're doing, and you guys are going to put your money where our mouths are. Yes. If, if, it makes sense. I promise. I drew it out. It makes sense. So go ahead and do that. Just mouths and money. And you can hang out and vote on the dumb bleep of the week by every going Every single to, week when we yeah, want to. Every week when we want to, which is pretty much every week for dumb bleep, for sure. Um, by going to patreon.com slash goodmorningliberty. Who won, Sam Chuck? votes for everything. Okay. Okay. And, but it looks like the majority are saying uh, number four. St. Abrams. St. Abrams. So All right. The candle of St. Abrams... Which you got to watch the live show, folks. So you need to you need to be watching the video. You can see it up on YouTube later when we get it uploaded. But uh, if you're watching the video live, you can see when we pull these pictures over, and you get a better representation of why the live group would vote number four because it's absolutely hysterical. It's insane when you see the picture. Yeah. So yeah. so number four wins the dumb bleep of the week. Uh, if you guys want to listen to the dumb bleep of the year, we did that back in December. Uh, it continues to be the favorite episode that we do every single week. So it's a lot of fun. Um, and join, join for the whole year. You get a 15% discount, patreon.com slash good morning, Liberty, patreon.com slash good morning, Liberty. You get goo, uh, you, you get some goodies. Nate's mm-hmm. been sending out some mugs and different things for folks yep, yep, out yep. there. So that's good. <clears throat> good stuff. 15% discount. If you sign up for the year, I don't think there's a better option. And you get that. to hang out and chat with us live. Yes. I mean, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. To me, I wouldn't want to do the show without you guys, by the way. It's fun. I think we got a lot of people who have made some friends in here, internet mm-hmm. friends, but we're all going to hang out sometime, by the way, if you're a member of the Patreon group, you're going to end up getting invited to Nashville, Tennessee mm-hmm. to go do some shooting, maybe go to Top Golf, something like that. We'll go downtown and swim uh, in Nate's pool. We'll swim in my pool. <laughs> and we got to dig it first, uh, and then we'll go swim in my pool, and uh, we'll all hang what out. We'll dig a hole and just put like a tarp. <laughs> maybe, we'll even, maybe we'll even get like a big Airbnb or something like that. Oh, you yeah, know? I think be that'd cool. be pretty fun. Yeah. So you can do that if you are a member of the Patreon group. And boy, are we going to have to discuss whether or not that's available for all tier levels or not. Ooh. We'll see. Because it seems like you got to weed some people out because we can't buy an Airbnb for everyone. Yeah. All the patrons. So, but we'll let you know. Yeah. We'll let you know. Stay tuned. I mean, if you've been a a $5 subscriber for a year, you know, you might have got yourself in there. But ain't 
all you folks ain't gonna be able there and chip in five bucks tomorrow because I said you're gonna come hang out in the Airbnb with us and then cancel your gall and says, I know what you're talking. I know what you're gonna do. You're gonna cancel the subscription as soon as you get here and we start hanging out shooting guns, you're gonna be canceling your Patreon while we're over there hanging out. All right, I know how you guys function. Yeah. Okay. So we'll talk about it. All right. We'll figure out the best way to get this going. So Go sign up, be part of the live group, be part of the action over here at Good Morning Liberty. We have a good time every time, and we do the show when we want to. So what what would you say? 100% of the time it works? I mean, I would say 60% of the time I have a good time every time. Every time. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Only illegal in three states. So <laughs> we're not allowed to stream live in New York, California. I'm kidding. Anyway, go sign up, patreon.com slash Liberty mastermytrades.com or mastermystonks.com if you want to invest in things like Tesla because that's a stonk that only goes up. <laughs> share the show with a friend. Share it with an enemy, maybe your communist uh, niece or nephew because those kids these days, man, they're growing, Commies. Up, they're growing up on the wrong side of English. All right. The common kids. Yes. Share it with the common kids and uh, do that. Leave us that rating and review on Apple Podcasts, which I haven't checked, by the way, in a long time. I know we got several of them not that long ago, so thank you all. And then follow us on Instagram, please. If you are not following us already, go to at Good Morning Liberty on Instagram. Give us that follow. We're only like 300 away from 10,000, so go follow us there at Good AM Liberty on Twitter and Good Morning Liberty everywhere else. So go follow us. We're on Parlor as well. Uh, do those follow things. If you do all of that... And I'm saying all of it and I'm checking, I'm going to check this weekend. If we don't hit 10 K by Monday, I'm not doing the show. <laughs> so, so good luck with that. Yeah. Anyway, hope you guys have a good day, a good weekend and a good morning. Liberty. <laughs>